Welcome to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast, where insights, attitudes, and methods for success get illuminated. Learn what leaders and change workers have done and are doing now to create magnificent futures. We interview great guests who inspire you to overcome obstacles and achieve your goals. Be sure you visit our website at self-helpcoaching.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, just relax as you listen. You can do something else, but be ready to make an important note. And let's get started. The title of this podcast is Positive Minds Only. And I love that. And we'll get into that. Great stuff. We'll be talking about spirituality, the law of attraction, and meditation. And our guest is Kenneth Brady. And I love his biography. Uh, I have all sorts of great guests on here. And uh, oftentimes when I ask for the biography, they give me a resume, a whole life story. And I, I do appreciate it. But Kenneth really distills it. You can see what's important to him, you know, being brief, which is very important to me, too. Yeah. <laughs> it comes out. And uh, he is a 32-year-old father of seven, fantastic, an entrepreneur and life coach. I'm the same thing, but not a father of seven, and I'm much older. Welcome, Kenneth. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, being a father of seven, it, it does take its toll, but I'm, I'm going to handle it pretty well. Especially me not having a father myself growing up, so I'm doing my job well. <laughs> you, uh, when did you did you lose your father, or did you ever have a father? I lost my father at the age of eleven, but before he passed away, he will, he wasn't really there. I probably seen him one time uh, while I was growing up, like so. That was at the age of eight, and I remember it vividly. Like, but he was always locked up, going in jail and prison. So that's where he actually. Uh, passed away was in prison so uh didn't get to spend that much time with him but i do have memories with him so but that's just what made me become the better dad that i, I am today so just from my little knowledge of you 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 are a complete success story and you didn't let that adversity and that is a very common disadvantage that all sorts of people have you know this broken family whatever the circumstance may be because uh, that is a you know critical thing. I me my father left home when I was ten, and though he didn't die like yours did, for me it was an abandonment. Even though it was it was only my perception, but that 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 created a, a great problem in my life. It became a great sadness and a sense of inadequacy, and that sadness became a rage. And this was a huge thing that I had. This is the biggest issue I had to contend with and resolve. And when I finally did, I cleaned up my act. I'm a recovered drug addict. And I used to be a very anti-authoritarian punk rocker. I hated the world. Now I love the world. So, <laughs> you know, you transform and get over things. I can, uh, uh, when you mentioned being abandoned, feeling abandoned, that's exactly, like, I, I know that feeling very well. And when it, like, sadness, like, even though I have a full house, like, I still does feel that abandonment sometimes when I just reflect on my past, because not only did I not have my father, I didn't have my mother as well. Like, so, but she's still alive now. She's more closer now, but growing up, she wasn't in the household. So I was raised by my grandmother and great-grandmother in my my siblings was there with me. So yeah, I, I do, do understand like feeling abandonment, that abandonment is, is like you can never really get rid of it because it just sneaks up on you sometimes. And you could be in a room full of people, but 
it just still, it just, I don't know. It's just something that I realized you, I just learned to live with. Like, so well, that, I think that's why I surround myself with well, a lot of love. Yeah. I love that you learn to live with, but I say this respectfully, Kenneth, and I truly mean respectfully. I'm, I'm a lot older than you. I, I think we're, we're both and all people are in a process of healing from all sorts of things. And I, I, I prophesize to you that one day it will be resolved for you. <laughs> I, I, I believe it. I believe it. Uh, I'm a person who does speak things into existence. So like, that's one of those things that I've been working on. Like, so. Yes, yeah, I, I hear. And I say that humbly. I say that humbly with no authority, just as another person, one person to another. That's all. So that's, that's great stuff. And I love that you're a light. I mean, first of all, let me mention the, the, you being a parent, seven kids. That's fantastic. I, you know, I, I don't have any kids, at least the none that I took responsibility for. Now I'm only kidding. <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, we, you, that's, you know, it's, it's instinct, of course, uh, to, to procreate and, and as sentient beings, we want to uh, have a family for all sorts of reasons. And, you know, sometimes I think I'm like, oh, that's something, you know, obviously, obviously I don't have that in my life. Uh, and well, my, my paternal instinct kicked in later, but I still accepted my situation. I, you know, I, maybe one day I'll get married. Maybe one day I'll have a family. I'm getting old. Uh, but, you know, some people have families. Some people don't. Some people get married. Some people don't. You know, everyone is on their own journey. Uh, and, and it's all good. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> like, and that's where, even though we're all connected, we're all the same in some sense, but we all have our own personal journeys that we go down. Like, so we're not all supposed to, even though we all experience the same emotions, we're not supposed to deal with it the same. Or, I mean, we can, but you, you're supposed to live life according to how your life is planned out to go. Like, right. so. Right, you know, I know I'm studying Marcus Aurelius right now. The meditations, his book. You, yeah, I see you nodded. But for those who, those listening, which is almost everybody, Kenneth really nodded on that man. This guy had some serious identity on that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's one of my favorite books. I actually just reread it on YouTube. I did, I did a live stream where we uh, listened to the, the the audio books, like so. But that's one of my favorite books. Marcus Aurelius was an emperor in the Roman times, what the last great emperor, because his son was the complete opposite. Like, Communist. Yeah. 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 He brought down Rome. <laughs> so, yeah. But I'm a fan of history. I'm a fan of uh, philosophy. He was a philosopher. A philosopher. Yeah, so yeah, Meditations is a great book. I recommend for anyone. And, <laughs> you, know, you know, I never bought into this concept that everything happens for a reason you know if if if, if pressed i would say okay yeah often a stupid reason but you know as i study this book and i study it with uh, someone else i have a protege and we're studying it and we're also developing it into a course simultaneously uh as i emerged in in this work by aurelius i began to let go of that old idea and really started embracing this idea of providence that everything happens for a reason and what and aurelius really uh, accentuates that the reason why it happens is so that the greater thing can happen subsequently. And I really, now I believe that, you know, so all the shit that happens in life to me, to others, it was supposed to happen. I was like, Oh no, there's too much chaos. There's too much choice from every person. Okay. Yeah, there is. That, 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 does that mean, does that negate that there's a, 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 a greater 
picture that I can, can conceive of. And there's there are forces much larger than I may even be aware of that uh, that know the deal. <laughs> there is. <laughs> and that's funny that you said it at first you didn't believe it because when you first said it, I'm like, man, he doesn't believe that. Like, but yeah. that's I actually learned at a very young age that everything happens for a reason because the things that bad happened to me, I will always think back to myself like, okay, why did it happen? And then it would be something that I did, like basically karma that I did in the past that came back on me. So when the good things started happening, I was I was able to say, oh, it was because of the good things that I did in the past. But I was able, I, was, I had to take accountability for all my actions to understand like everything does happen for a reason. Even though sometimes it may seem like, oh, I didn't do nothing for something to happen. But when you look back on it, like, 2020 uh, hindsight, you will see like, man, everything led up to that decision or that that uh, particular instance. So that's one thing I do live by. Like, so when anything happens, good or bad, I try to stay calm. I don't get too high on my highs and I don't get too low on the lows. That's an excellent uh, philosophy. Now, how did your self-awareness journey start? It started in 2017. And it started with the, the law of attraction, learning the law of attraction, reading The Secret by Rhonda Bynes yes. and watching the documentary. So I felt like that didn't give me what I was searching for. It gave me a piece. It opened up that, that, that uh, well, I'm going to say it opened it up, but it took me down a rabbit hole, basically. There you go. And from starting with the law of attraction and The Secret, it led me to meditation. So this is all 2017, 2018, 27 and 28. Uh, I started meditating every single day. I started changing the things that I was listening to on a daily, the things that I was watching. And I started to gain a new perspective by reading books like Think and Grow Rich, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the uh, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. I, I was uh, basically reprogramming my mind because before, uh, before in my 20s, in just my younger years, I felt like I was on autopilot. So it was like, man, I need to take control of my, my life. I need to start setting goals. And that per my perspective started to change by listening to these books, meditating every day. And just overall, just start, I started to work on myself. Uh, that self-awareness seemed to come, I ain't gonna say it came out of nowhere, but in those times where I was meditating and listening to Earl Nightingale, The Stranger's Secret, and reading all these books, like it, it was like I basically began to form better habits. Like I started giving myself habits that was going to work for my my future, and not make me suffer like my past. So it started in 2017, 2018, learning about the law of attraction. You just summed up in your own anecdote, your own personal story in a very quick time. Started in 2017, the success model. You just said it. You just encapsulated. Well done, sir. That I mean, I've been at it for years, uh, and you just perfectly articulated it well. Man, that's fantastic. You know, I and I totally relate. Of course, you know, not until I got clean and in recovery 22, 22 years ago. That was, which was the most profound thing. You know, I'm an NLP practitioner, neuro-linguistic programming. I'm a certified life coach. I was, I used to work, work as a life coach, one-on-one. -on -one. I, I love philosophy. I love personal development. I'm committed to it. The most profound thing I ever did was to get clean and sober. But, but preceding that, I, I wanted to develop. I had inclinations for it, but I just couldn't get to that point until I cleared up my mind from the, the poisons of drugs. And um, 
And then I then I was earnestly on that road that you just described because I had read that stuff, but I couldn't get anywhere with it. I ran in circles. Then once I cleaned up, I started making more, uh, uh, you know, progress and more, you know, more uh, one less one step forward, two step backs, yeah. and one more two steps forward, one step back. <laughs> I, I definitely felt that a lot on my journey. Just this whole journey, like most of the time, when something good happened, then it's something bad even worse it happened i'm like man taking one step forward two step back but i got over that instance to like i said learning that everything happens for a reason even the bad it was because i was self-healing or i was healing myself and i had a lot of karma that i basically uh accumulated in my journey that once it came time to pay back it was like damn i just can't wait till all this bad karma goes away but now i don't really have that issue anymore it's like I really fixed my mindset. I really gave myself better habits to live by. And I, I started dropping the bad habits. So I still do have some that I'm working on, like procrastination. And things oh, me like too. That. Me like, too. I mean, that's continuing to be my worst enemy. <laughs> it's a and, lifelong journey. <laughs> uh, absolutely. And, you know, I have found that the greatest benefit to buying into providence that things happen for a reason is that when things terrible things happen the more terrible especially the more terrible it is in our perception or or our judgment we don't accept it and we have negative feelings because of that resistance whatever sadness anger whatever but when we do accept it and say wait a second okay yeah it sucks it's terrible it's this you know there's all these implications and effects but when I do, well, if it happened for a reason and I can accept it that it happened for a reason, the sadness and anger, if I have any, are quickly diminished and dissipate and gone. And that is the way I want to feel. I don't want to feel sadness and anger. I want to feel good feelings. Yep. The, the act of last time I questioned like something bad happening to me, it's crazy how I remember dates and like times, but it was 2019. It was March 15th. My wife had two miscarriages she had twins and i was questioning like why did this happen like I'm, I'm doing everything right and i was questioning and then like a day later or two days later it was like the spirit my spirit came and gave me the answer like don't ever like don't ever beat yourself up when bad things happen because there is there's a sole reason for it happening like and it's only for the best like so i realized what the reason why she had a miscarriage later on, but when it instantly happened in the moment, like it was so much frustration, sadness, pain. And then when I was able to like say, okay, now I know everything happened for a reason. I don't, I don't get, like I said, I don't get to how my highs and I don't get to low on the lows because. Right. That, that's yeah. critical. Equanimity, having an even keel is an invaluable thing to have because, you know, life's a, something of a roller coaster and it's a tragic affair it is <laughs> it's a tragic affair however there's also joy and what we focus on is what we get you want to focus exactly. on the pain of life which is all around 360 or you want to you'll get more of it or you want to focus on the goodness of life the joy your seven kids so for example you know we can look at you can look at the the, the two poor children who died which is obviously terrible or you can look at the seven wonderful children you have. <laughs> yeah, like, so that, I really look at life. I mean, it was a it was one story I heard in the past. I don't know who I can't remember who told it, but they, it was like uh, 
a Chinese or an older Chinese man. He his horse ran away. Let me get the story straight because I don't want people quoting and it being the wrong thing. But his horse ran away, and the community came and asked him, "Why aren't you sad about it?" He said, "Basically, everything happens for a reason." So next thing you know, a bunch of stallions came to his like his farm, and he was able to basically replace that one that he lost. And then the, once again, the, the community is coming and saying, why aren't you happy about it? You say, everything happens for a reason, like, or I can't get too high on my highs, can't get too low on the lows. And next thing you know, his son ends up falling off the horse or one of the stallions he was riding and broke his leg. And once again, the community asks, why aren't you sad about your son breaking his leg? Everything happens for a reason. So now a war comes. And his son doesn't have to go to that war because he broke his leg. Like, so that was it. It wasn't basically how I said it, but no, that, that was a good. Was that, that was a good retelling. You know, yeah. it's like, and it's to take things in stride because the future is going to play out, whoever it plays out, and it's coming, uh, and it always arrives, and we can have all judgments about it when it becomes the present, which is always today. With oh, you know, the future, the future never doesn't really exist because. It's all about present moment. <laughs> the only thing that's real is the present. It's tomorrow will be today, and we can we can never even touch tomorrow because the only thing we can touch is today, and the past is over, done with. However, the the only in that reality in this presence, the only time we can we have any power, so we can you know you can lament the broken leg, the missing horses, or the war, and, and they're all lamentable, or we can just kind of relax a bit and say, all right, these things are terrible. However, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> yes. right. Things ain't over. <laughs> things ain't over. <laughs> it's great stuff. Let's take a moment to hear from our sponsor and we'll come right back with the great Kenneth Brady. This episode of Self-Help Coaching is brought to you by Proficio. When people learn something, they want to use it so it has real value. And the best teacher is experienced. Visit www.proficio.io. That's P-E-R-F-I-C-I-O dot I-O, where Proficio will have you taking action with what you're learning immediately. You'll be closer to your goals before you even realize it. You're listening to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast with me, your host, Tony Petroza. We're having a wonderful, vivacious, and organic conversation with Kenneth Brady. Oh, this guy, we're simpatico. We, we, we're from the same tribe. This is great stuff. Not that, that I, you know, I needed that to acknowledge how wonderful the value he brings, but I really, it, it, it's always a joy for me to come across someone who, uh, who I, I that re I resonate with, and, and we have so much in common. Great stuff. Let's get to, let's get something that really resonates with me: uh, positive mind. Because I got a lot to say about negativity and positivity. How how did you come up with positive minds only, which is the name of his website? Probably the company too. I'm not sure. Yeah, it is the company as well. Okay, how, how'd you come up with it? Uh, came up with it on that self-awareness journey. And I learned before I, I became self-aware, I was thinking so negative. That's why I had so much negativity that was coming back on me. Like, so me too. Once I learned that is your thoughts create your reality. I decided to only think positive. And if negative thoughts do come, I don't let those marinate. I don't let them manifest into reality. I don't think too long on them. I'll catch myself thinking negative and I'll change my thoughts. Or I, I developed different strategies to get rid of negative thoughts 
like picturing it in its moment. Like, you know how you're thinking a certain thing, you can visualize it. I'll pause it in its moment, create a little circle with a, a slash on it, like a stop sign. Hey, that's some good NLP. Are you an NLP practitioner? Uh, I, you can call it that, but yeah, I, I, that's I, a very NLP thing to do. That's a wonderful method. Go on, please. So I would develop different strategies to get rid of negative thoughts. Yeah, so. you, you got, you got that. You're a natural man. So that, that, yeah, that's fantastic. It felt, it felt so natural actually going on my self-awareness journey. So like, oh, I always knew this information. It just, it, it didn't sit it like, or it didn't, I didn't get it because I had so many people who wanted me to be something else or I was following behind everybody else. I didn't know who I was. So once I find out or learn about me, I, I find out who Kenneth was. Like it seemed like all the answers started flowing. Like anything that I asked for, like I don't ask a particular person, I'll ask myself. And then it will it manifest. I promise everything comes uh, or anything that I ask for, think about, it comes. So that's good or bad. Like so, even though negative things still does happen because we, this is life. This is that, that's what happens on planet Earth. But I know it's not coming from me. Like if anything, it's probably because another person is thinking hate, jealousy. And those things manifest into reality to make you doubt yourself, think negative, or accidents happening. If you're not thinking negative, it's probably because somebody else is. Absolutely. I mentioned my, my childhood, which you know, which I created a great negativity from, and that that I fostered that from for so much of my life. Yet I had a proclivity for philosophy or personal development but of course i couldn't do anything with it but when i finally started changing um then that that the, i started eliminating the negativity and replacing with positivity that's when i really began to really grow and prosper it's a critical thing and a, one of the reasons why i was so negative just just one was that well i was terrible with dealing with my feelings so uh, and when you have, obviously, disappointment is a bitch of a feeling. When I was negative, I didn't think things would work out, which was almost always. When it didn't work out, I wasn't disappointed. So I like that. <laughs> However, I also, too bad, I didn't realize I also manifested it more often than not, that, that negative thing. But I, I realized at some point, it's like, you know what? This ain't working for me anymore. <laughs> I, I'm not, you know, I want, I want some good things to happen. I mean, right. really, I want great things to happen. So that required a change. And and really, the the cornerstone of that was was getting into recovery, which really was replacing the negative self with the positive self. That's really what recovery is. You know, for example, and you change beliefs limiting beliefs to empowering beliefs but you change that negative negativity to positivity and just as a as a almost an, an obvious example but it's it's so obvious that like so many things that are obvious it's too obvious for people to even see it the basic negativity had i had is i can't stay clean or i which there's that word or not right or i don't want to stay clean not again change take the not out i can stay clean or i do want to stay clean anything in any context take that not out take the ultimate negative out never <laughs> the absolute never and you'll find that things start happening better and better and the feelings you learn how to deal with your feelings just as you said earlier with, about with your childhood so it's you know it's a it's a journey it's a journey of self discovery and learning
it is it's a long journey a, a forever journey because it doesn't stop until the day you pass away like so i realized that even though i heal a lot there's still so much life i have to live that there'll forever be things that i'm like man i gotta fix this about myself like so i've became more aware of myself and the things that not just myself but the people around me I became more of a recluse. I became more of a hermit. I don't like being around people. I don't like being too much out there. I like uh, that too. Because a lot of people, when they see a person like me, will like you. Well, I can't say it about you. You older and more wiser. So people would expect that from you. But when they see me and they see, hear me talking like this, it, jealousy comes from and envy because they're like, how's this guy so young? Got all to come from this bad background. And he's able to prosper. And like a lot of people question him, like, man, is he real? Is, is, is this real? Or is, is he putting on a front? But no, right. like, I really learned the lessons that uh, that was sent to me. And a lot of times, I mean, everybody go through, go through life with lessons they need to learn, but a lot of people don't learn. So they keep repeating those same cycles, those same tests. And once you realize it's a test, then you'll be able to prosper. You have already have the answers because everything you go through, you've already been through it before. So you know what you need to do. We just choose not to do it. Like, so me, I learned that in my journey, uh, my biggest negative that I had growing up was not opening my mouth, not speaking my mind. And I realized the time that I did say something, like blessings came behind it. So I decided to just be more vocal. That's where the po uh, Positive Minds Only podcast sorry podcast. oh you got a podcast as well yeah positive minds only uh, oh i didn't even know you had a podcast fantastic all right well that's, both podcasts is great we're spreading that positivity that's where it started uh the name positive minds only it was the podcast oh it started from the podcast and then you yeah. and was that before you were a coach or or after before i was a coach oh, I, didn't, I didn't know i had it in me to coach people until i started speaking and like it just grew from the podcast like so that, I started in 2018, November 13, 2018 is the day I started my podcast. So that just transformed into life coaching, uh, just YouTube. Uh, my YouTube channel is at 35,000 subscribers. My podcast is around 10,000 downloads. So wow, just all my, opening my mouth. Like but before, I was so quiet. Like you would never get this. Like it was always in me. You just never get it. Because I wasn't going to say nothing. That's so. great. And I would also contend, certainly jealousy is very common, especially when people feel it towards people who are su successful or even are different, you know, express, you know, they bring their individuality out. But I would also contend it's not just that, you know, which may be like kind of a judgment against them, or, which may be totally true. It's also that they're just ignorant. They just don't understand. And what, what we don't understand, we often fear, if we're not, unless we're enlightened enough. They just don't understand. They don't understand that a person could be so individualized. They, can, they can't understand a person could be so positive or so expressive about themselves or, or, or so you know ambitious that want great things for themselves and, and their family. They just don't understand that. They just think that, oh, life's, life's not about that. You got life's, life's too much of a lemon. It sucks. You know, they just need to get greater understanding or, and knowledge. That's true. And I realized that we're dealing with family, like older family. Because I was as I was on my journey trying uh to better myself. I was trying to better everybody else around me. But it was the older people who were more stuck in their ways yeah. and like 
hey, I already, you can't teach me nothing. I've already learned everything. And I'm like, no, as long as you're alive, you're supposed to learn every single day. Like, that's so right. uh, that's when I started pulling back on trying to help everyone. I realized you can't save everybody. You have to save yourself first. And those who want to be saved, they will flow to you. They'll come to you. Like, so. And those, and those who you try to help who don't want the help often resent you too. <laughs> so you got to be careful of that. And that's a lesson to learn about be, being discerning of who you'll help. Great stuff. Let's take a moment, another moment here from our sponsor and come back with a fantastic conversation with Kenneth Brady. This episode of Self-Help Coaching is brought to you by Perficio. What are the secrets to wealth? Benjamin Franklin taught them, but people are ignorant or just forget. What if you make sure neither afflicts you? Visit www.perficio.io. That's P-E-R-F-I-C-I-O dot I-O. Where you can actually become certain you are on your way to wealth. You're listening to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast with me, your host, Tony Petrozo. We're having an awesome discussion with Kenneth Brady, life coach out in Nevada. Uh, are you, did you grow up in Nevada? I grew up in Gary, Indiana. Like, ah, so. the middle oh, of the country, Jackson. then you move to the west. Yeah. Great. Right. So I actually moved to uh, Las Vegas in 2018, and that's where the bulk of my, like, uh, journey, my self-awareness journey yeah. started to change once I moved away from where I grew up. So you, you got, you have to get away from certain things. It, it's, it was a huge energy shift from when I go back to where I'm from, and then when I come back to, to Vegas, because I do go back to visit but you can tell the energy is so, I don't want to say negative, but it's so dark. It's so, I can't explain it how dense and uh, dark that energy feels when I go back home. And then when I come to Vegas, I'm like, man, I'll never want to leave. Like, so uh, even though I grew up in Indiana, Gary, Indiana, I actually moved when I went into the Marines uh, in 2008. I graduated from high school. You're a Marine. That's great. I'm an ex-paratrooper, so we got another thing in common. Yeah, definitely. So uh, I did only four years in the Marines, but I did two deployments, uh, one with the Navy. We traveled to uh, Italy, Jordan, uh, uh, Seychelles, and then the second deployment, I was in Afghanistan for several months. So What was your job? I was a chef. Like, so. All right. Hey, we need yeah. live. There's a thousand jobs. They all got to get done. Exactly. So when I went into the Marines, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like I was just picking what I thought was the easiest thing to do. And my grandma, well, not my grandma, but my uh, my godmom will always tell me, Kenneth, you need to learn how to cook. You're not going to always have a woman to cook for you every day. Like, so she kind of implanted that in me. So by the time I did go into the military, I'm like, well, she told me I need to learn how to cook. So that's what I did. But that's not what I really wanted to do. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was just following behind my older brother who went into the Navy a year before me. So, so you followed your brother's footsteps uh, in the military. He was in the Navy. You joined the Marines. And... Uh... How was that? Uh, so, when my brother went into the Navy. I want, I was actually planning to go in the Air Force first, but Air Force never called back. The recruiters was never in the building. So I tried to go into the Navy. That didn't work either. So Marine recruiter knocked on my door. So I'm like, all right, I guess the Marines wanted me. I didn't know anything about the Marines. Like I said, I didn't know what I wanted to be. I was just following behind my big brother because – that was the only father figure I really had growing up. Like, so 
uh, in a, being in the military four years, once I got out in 2012, that's when I began to fail. Like in like, that's when, like, when I would say I hit rock bottom, it was when I left the Marines. Uh, I didn't save any money. I didn't know any, I didn't have any type of financial literacy. So getting, I got evicted, car got repoed, had to move in with friends. And this is all in North Carolina. So for three years, I, f I was basically failing. You know. So your brother joining the Navy and you kind of following in his footprints was a big influence on you. And you mentioned great authors in their, in their classics. So these people were obviously influential on you. Who else was uh, uh, influences on your journey? The rapper uh, Nipsey Hussle was played a big, big part in it. Uh, he's more known for being a, a gangster rapper, but the things he spoke about and the things he actually put in his music to help people, he motivated me in business, uh, in finances. He, he had the slogan, all money and no money out. So he would say, save your money. Don't spend it just as soon as you get it, because that's what I had a bad habit in, was spending my money, not saving it, because I never learned that in school. My parents didn't teach me about money. So it was basically the rapper just listening to his music motivated me to want to uh, put myself in a position where I wasn't living paycheck to paycheck and struggling. Uh, he, trying to he, find had, he, he had a wonderful message, obviously. And I, I think for my, I don't know much about rap. It seems to me that's kind of rare. It seems to me a lot of rap has not a good message. And that's the rap. That's the music I don't really listen to. <laughs> like yeah. so. When I changed all of, like when I stopped listening listening to random rap, that was a part of like the uh, the bad habits that I had because people don't know music is a mana can manifest into your reality as well. Totally. That's a major way to manifest by just continuing listening to the same songs or the same like type of music. It would manifest into your reality. So I learned that lesson by listening to just random people. And I'm like, man, why is this person, the person that or what they're rapping about, I'm going through? It's because I kept listening to it. So a primary theme of this interview obviously has been negativity and positivity. And I, you know, and to kind of finish, you know, finish off what I was saying about it, it's been a wonderful discussion, conversation between us, is that I'm, I, you know, even though, you know, I want, I had an inclination and a desire to have a great life uh, and I've changed. I find that I'm naturally negative. Yeah, I have a natural, I have these natural things. I'm naturally negative. Maybe that was from conditioning in my earlier life, probably. Whatever the, the genesis was is irrelevant. Is that I have to constantly weed out negative thoughts out of the garden of my mind. And the best way to do that is definitely is to detect them but to replace them with positivity. And this is everything in the world. doesn't matter what it is. Music is a wonderful art form, very pervasive. If it's got negative crap in it, yeah. it really it behooves us to get rid of it, to get let it go and replace it with positive stuff. Any, and any, any, it could be any positive stuff. It doesn't matter what it is. Replace negativity with positivity wherever you can, and we benefit. And yes. clearly, you did that. I did. I, and I had to because my life was, it wasn't where I wanted to be at the time I learned about the law of attraction. So, and then once I heard your thoughts create your reality, I'm like, man, the thoughts that I be thinking be music a lot of times. It's a lot of music plays in my head. So now it'd it be like more, I'll hear all money and no money out more often than if I was hearing something talking about cheating on my girl or like just some other negative things that I didn't need to be thinking about. So once I realized music 
was tapping into my subconscious mind and I'm like, okay, I, I definitely need to limit that. Like, so I haven't stopped listening to all net, like the rap, like it's still some songs that be like, okay, it is kind of negative, but I, I can't help but to like it. You, you like, gotta like, have a little, you gotta yeah. have a little, <laughs> a little, little have, titillation. Yeah. You have to, you can't have positivity without negative. That's negative. true. Like, it, you, it's, you can't, can't have, have one without the other. So. You can't have joy without great sadness. You got to know both. Yeah, that's true. So great stuff. Go so on. I try to definitely limit it though. Like, so yes, even the yes, things that yes. I watch, yes. even the things that I watch, and uh, just when I'm the people I hang around with, like I said, I truly don't hang around a lot of people because a lot of them don't have my type of mindset, especially the ones I grew up with. Like now in Vegas, I've met more positive thinking people. But just growing up and the people who I was around my whole life, they do, don't really add value to what I have going on. And the things that they are thinking, like if you have a conversation with them, it's always something going wrong. It's always some problems. And I don't want to be hearing that if you're not going to deal with those problems or you're not trying to fix those problems. So a lot of people just like to complain about it and then just... Gone and not dealing with the situation. A lot of people just love to complain. It's such a terrible, terrible practice to complain. It just it keeps you down. And yeah, and I love what you how you describe it. You, you keep that negativity in small doses. I do the same thing. I you know I, I am far from being Saint Tony, uh, but I you know and, and I I you know I'm still negative too because I'm human. Uh, but I, I strive to keep it in small doses in myself and in what I allow to come to me. Great stuff. Let's take our final break, uh, final uh, moment to hear from our sponsor, and we'll come back with the unfortunate last segment with the awesome Kenneth Brady. This episode of Self-Help Coaching is brought to you by Perficio. Perficio learns more about you as you make progress and then uses that information to help you even more. It is quasi-AI. Visit www.perficio.io. That's P E R F I C I O.io, where you can be helped by something that learns more about you because that is the difference that makes the difference. You're listening to the Self Help Coaching Podcast with me, your host, Tony Petroza. We've, we're concluding it. Oh, just a great conversation with Kenneth Brady. This has been really wonderful. And I think I found a new friend because we got so much in common. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, and uh, really, it's, a, it's really wonderful. And, you know, you, know, you talked about some uh, fi about financial, changing your financial mindset, financial, hopefully working towards financial independence or financial security. You talked about making great changes in your life uh, and, and where you came from and how you thought. Uh, you learned so much. And as you profess, it's a, you know, we should be learning to the day we die. What is the biggest lesson that you learned, Kenneth? So even I've, I've mentioned it a couple of times prior, but I'm, I'm, this is how important it is. So I have to mention it again. Your thoughts create your reality. Things you think about will manifest into reality, especially yeah. your dominant thoughts. So I'm not going to just say any just random thoughts, but the most dominant things you think about will manifest. So I totally agree. And, and you know what? We, we, we are 
the people that we are, and I think we're very good people. However, we learned that from great people before us, such as Earl Nightingale, the, the strangest secret. I, I love Nightingale, and he is certainly not the only one. Aurelius would talk about it. This is not new stuff. But when it's new for you, it's new. And then you do whatever you're going to do with it. And then you make it your own and, and increase it. And that I, I absolutely agree. What we think about is what we get. What we focus on is what we get more. And that is the most important thing. I am in absolute agreement. And we're not the originators, but we are, we are the. We're keeping it alive. <laughs> we're keeping that message alive. Keep it alive. But, you know, we're not, we're not followers. We're, you People like you and I, we're leaders. Uh, but we, we're led. We're, we're the kind of leaders who are led by leaders. Uh, so, uh, wow, this is, I totally agree. Great stuff, man. Um, do you have any final uh, remarks for the audience, Kenneth? Positive minds only. Keep a positive mind only. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. it it's definitely do your best to surround your, yourself with positive minds and you will be the beneficiary and so will they. Great stuff. How can pe people find you? So you can find me on YouTube at Positive Minds Only. My website, positivemindsonly.net. My podcast is Positive Minds Only. So in, just type in Positive Minds Only. I will pop it up like so. This has been a really awesome conversation. It's been my pleasure, Kenneth. I really appreciate you coming on. It's fantastic to meet you. And remember, everyone, we're all responsible for ourselves and we can all use a little help. With that, thank you, Kenneth. Thank you for listening, everyone. We'll see you at the next episode of the Self-Help Coaching Podcast. Take care, Kenneth. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for tuning in to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast, where insights, attitudes, and methods for success get illuminated. Learn what leaders and change workers have done and are doing now to create magnificent futures. Remember to visit our website at self-helpcoaching.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Self-Help Coaching Podcast.